0: What's up confluencers? Welcome back to episode 40. This is a special episode because I am in the year of 40. And the number 40 generally symbolizes a period of testing, trial, or probation. And I'm not going to lie to you. You know I like to keep it real. I've had some highs. Italy was one. Seeing my son transition from junior high school to high school was another but I've experienced some lows this year. I mean, I've been so low that I couldn't get out of bed or answer phone calls, but God, my head is bloody, but unbow. My pastor always says God gives his hardest test to his best students. So I'm learning not to complain or surround myself with complainers. Complaining does nothing but block your blessings. We complain when it's hot. We complain when it's cold, when it's windy, when it's rainy. Like the Bible is right. Man is never, never satisfied. But June was a busy month. And now we are in the month of July. And I'm like, Julyin, Get it? You lying, Julying. Where is the year going? I was sad to see June go. June was filled with love, celebrations, and good vibrations. I had a wonderful time last weekend in Corpus Christi. Thank you to the First Lady, Mrs. Linda Stewart, and the wonderful women of Rising Star Missionary Baptist Church for having me. That chocolate cake and them greens was everything. But I want you to remember, ladies, that you are seasoned for a reason and I feel like I found another family south of Houston thank you for the love I hope you had the opportunity to listen to episode 39 with Ariel Shirley as she gave a real account of her trip we are in the works for 2020 and the announcement will be made soon so get your money and your passports ready confluencers This will be another trip that will last a lifetime. Now, let me tell you, I am missing Italy like crazy. I'm missing the experiences. I'm missing the gelato and I'm missing the food. Our palate is truly Americanized. I blogged about it and I want you to read it in detail. But my first encounter with real Italian food made me come to one conclusion. Olive Garden is fake. There's no such thing as Italian dressing. There's no such thing as cheese in the pizza crust. When my food arrived at the table, I was like, oh, okay, let me wrap my mind around this. Because it was not what I was accustomed to. I ordered a ham, mushroom, and mozzarella pizza. Now, the crust, they served the crust as an appetizer and it was flaky. It was good. It was um crispy and it was thin so i didn't feel so bad because i'm one of those eaters that you know the fat girl in me that desires to get out she's like come on eat some more eat some more but i ate it feeling guiltless now they didn't add no extra butter to the crust of the pizza that would clog my arteries and I could tell that the tomato sauce was truly authentic. It was it had a grilled taste to it. So somebody was in that bag mashing them tomatoes up and I was like, okay. Then I looked at the top of my pizza. The mozzarella wasn't cheesy and didn't reach up to the sky when I pulled, you know, my pizza sliced. But more importantly, the meat. It was prosciutto. Where in America, our ham is Canadian bacon. And so I was like, okay, this is different. And I had to wrap my mind around it. But different can be good because it changes our perspective and broadens our horizon. So check out the blog where I talked about my many lessons, not just the food, but other encounters that I experienced in it in Italy one day I'm gonna tell you why I keep saying it or Italy you know one day that's gonna be a podcast um yeah and I'm gonna leave it at that thank you to every confluencer that listened responded emailed, and encouraged me to keep on Some of you look forward to your weekly dose of inspiration and laughter. And I'm glad that this podcast can inspire you in some way. And that's what it's all about. Lifting as we climb. Because I want to connect the community of women that is dedicated to making an impact by using their gifts, skills, and talents. I want to change our narrative and I th- do it through encouragement, positive energy, and authentic advice. So I work each week to make sure that this podcast is an experience for you. Experiences are what set us apart from everybody else. For me, life is all about experiences. We all have to dream We all have to strive and fail before we can achieve success. Maybe we'll discover along the way that the journey is more important than the destination. Let me say that again so somebody can hear me. The journey. mm, That was good to my spirit. Sometimes I'm writing this production and I'm just like clicking and clacking on my, you know, laptop. But the journey y'all is more important than the destination. It's about what you learn along the way, what you learn about yourself. And sometimes you don't even know your own strength until you are put into a situation that makes you come out fighting. When your back is up against the wall, you have no choice but to come out swinging, pushing and prying your way through. But Eleanor Roosevelt once said, the purpose of life is to live it, to taste experience to the utmost, and to reach out eagerly without fear for newer and richer experiences. And this week, I wanted you to hear another experience. So I connected another bellissima traveler from Houston, Texas. She took her experience to new heights. She's a mother, educator, aspiring author, and a workout fanatic. Ladies of Confluence, let's welcome and whoop it up for my new scribe sister, Miss Courtney White. Whoop, 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 whoop. <laughs> hello hello are you there i'm here how you doing i am bored to death (laughs) i'm not gonna even lie to you
1: like i don't even know what to do with myself oh my goodness i don't either i don't either i want to go back on vacation how about that
0: i need to go back like if i could skip that 10 hour flight situation (laughs) But I could could really go back. Like, I feel like I
1: could do Milan. Right. Me too. I'm thinking about what I want to do when I go back. It's crazy. (laughs) Go to
0: Milan. Go to Capri. I mean, it's so many. It was the cities that we didn't even get an opportunity
1: to explore. Yes. Venice. And partake Other places. Yes. Yes.
0: Yeah. yes yes
1: <laughs> well welcome I
0: know
1: why thank you, you the, for having you me you know the podcast
0: where confidence meets influence I'm so happy to have you
1: thank you for having me
0: I wanted to bring you know people that actually experienced this calling it an experience because everybody's like how's your trip I'm like "It was. it was an experience it's one for the books
1: absolutely I totally agree with that I totally agree with that
0: I mean it was 21 women converging on a continent some of us knew about it others didn't they were amateurs so was this your first international trip
1: it was not I went to Beijing on a study abroad And, um, like this time, I didn't know anyone either. Um, it's weird how I end up traveling to far places and not knowing anybody, (laughs) but it makes the experience totally different, you know? So yeah, I went to Beijing, but that's, that's about it. And of course I've done the, the different tropical islands, but, um, nothing like Rome before
0: nothing like Rome hashtag with me describe your trip
1: in three words oh my gosh it's so many words I can put but for me I would say um insightful because I never liked history when I was in grade school Mm -hmm. um, until I became an adult because I'm more of an artist so when I finally took an art history class that's when it came all together for me so I'm more of a visual learner and Rome is all about visual aesthetics So everywhere you looked, it was kind of like I was soaking up so much different information. And then all the pieces came together, like all the stories you hear in the textbook and all this and what the teacher said and all this. that It came together in my head like I finally put together pieces of a puzzle that I didn't understand
0: Mm -hmm.
1: when I stepped foot in Rome and saw all of that stuff. It just made sense after that. And so that's why I was insightful. And my second one would be influential um, because it brought me a greater understanding and appreciation for my religion. Um,
0: Yes, I could say that.
1: Yeah, growing up um, in Christianity, you know, we hear all these Bible stories. It's a whole book in the Bible called Romans, you know. I never (laughs) thought about that Roman yes yes (laughs) so I'm walking through the Vatican you know thinking of all these stories and sermons and people and all this stuff I've been hearing about since I was a child and you make that personal connection of you know walking where they walked you're seeing girl I felt like we were walking
0: I'm telling people like Jesus (laughs) didn't walk here I'm like the Romans crucified him yes it was the Romans
1: the Um, Romans
0: it was the Romans never thought about the accident in Rome never thought about Romans but I felt like we were treading I felt the presence of God now we know it was that happened on a trip things could have been 10 times worse but I felt like God was like not my angels no no you yes. don't know who
1: you messing with
0: yes. my hand
1: is up on them and their life you know yes. I you know all throughout that trip I felt his presence with us even like in the group of ladies that he picked to go on the trip after we all started talking we all started making connections and you know, I, I think this trip brought out some things that God wanted to tell each of us. I think each of us brought something home with us from that trip. I yes. really do. I really do. So um my third word is fulfilling. Mm-hmm. And so um the reason why I say that is because. I walked away from those museums um, with a greater sense of purpose. And what I mean by that is I was looking at all of these beautiful sculptures and all of this architecture and things that people made centuries ago. And like Michelangelo, he was a sculptor and a painter. But God gave him that talent to make sure that he left his mark for us to see centuries and centuries later. Mm -hmm. And so if he gave that to Michelangelo, I know that he gave each of us something that we're supposed to do or share that's supposed to make an impact on the world. And Mm. so when I left Rome, I was like, you know what, Lord? I know what my talent is. I know what my purpose is. Now it's time for me to activate what you've given me. And so activated, activated. activated. And it's other women on this trip, Charlie, whose talents have been activated as a result of what happened in Rome. Am I correct? (laughs) correct correct okay okay Okay. so yeah insightful influential and fulfilling that's what i took away from the trip let me
0: tell you and like you say been in church your whole life so statue of david we've seen the statue of david in our heart our history right Mm -hmm. and i did not make the connection that that was the david that fought goliath that went on to write Psalms. yes. Right? my transgression, oh Lord. So like, I'm like, that's David. good to see me over. And that's David that <laughs> fought Goliath. David. yes, And then I'm like, but God is yes. saved. And then the man says, Michelangelo believed that we were all naked in God's eyes. I start to say, hallelujah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Master. While we was in that museum, but I knew the, you know, the, the Romans and the... You they know, wasn't ready for uh, that. They <laughs> wasn't ready for that praise. You know, yeah. hallelujah. Yeah. Thank you. Jesus. Yeah. We all naked in your eyes. Because yep. I come to you as filthy rags, baby. I know. Honey. Yep. And um, I know that you and I were, we entered the basilica together. So I didn't know if I told you that when I went to Pompeii, I was thinking that basilica meant church. But when I was in Pompeii, I learned that basilica means the place of judgment. Still kind of like a church, but you went there for judgment. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Because back in the day, your judgment was given to you right then, right there. You know what I mean? Because, (laughs) you know, God wasn't. Uh, Jesus was not at the right hand of his father at that time. You know what I mean? Right. They used to put the you know the sands on the goat and you know kick the goat so he could be the scapegoat. <laughs> so then I was like, makes sense. It makes that's sense. why some. It makes it was your place of judgment. That's where you were given your judgment at that time. You know you didn't didn't know if you was going to heaven or hell. You you got that sentence right there, and I was yep. like, it makes sense. It makes yep. sense. Because I know the Bible. I know that Jesus is sitting at the right hand of the Father today, but back then,
1: they didn't have that. You know? So I yep. was like... Ooh. Exactly. Yeah. And you know, you made that connection. You know, I encourage travel because it's a lot of things that we know but we really don't know. And when you make that connection, it just opened up a whole new way of thinking. I mean you just don't know that you don't know until mm-hmm. you travel
0: until you travel. Because I mean, I'm telling you, I've flipped that art history book. I've seen the Sistine Chapel, but like, you know, even like to learn that Bartholomew, I don't know if you remember seeing him skin in the angels hands because mm-hmm. he was skinned alive. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. Oh, or looking yep. at the ceiling At Michelangelo's depiction of the fall of man, when he was uh, when he painted Adam, Eve, and then the snake, the head of the snake was another man. And I promise you, I've always thought that. Like I know damn well, no snake made no woman go turn. Like think about it, you know, metaphorically, some men are low down and dirty. They're low, like low, like you my grandma said somebody call you a snake they saying that you good for nothing you know what I mean and so you think about that and I was like oh makes (laughs) sense
1: yes it makes sense
0: it makes sense yep Girl, so th- that's why I have to bring you on because you know I keep telling people, and people are texting like, "Welcome back," and your trip seems like it was, you know, bomb. And I'm like, that it was bomb ass, like it was past the bomb.
1: Yes, um, yes. But I the wanted other women tell half the story, like and we can I haven't even uploaded day. half the pictures, <laughs> you know? Right, because you, know, yeah. sna- you know I was a You know I was snapping, snapping. Yep. Exactly. All but it doesn't damn. tell it doesn't tell half the story you just had to be there in in the moment
0: it is one of those things where you had to be there to experience it that's why I keep saying partake experience partake experience Yep, partake because when you partake it it has a different meaning that you reflect on it you break that thing down like how we did with David? Like that's David and God. That's David that broke songs. You know, <laughs> that's David that dated Bathsheba. Bathsheba. Yep. That, that, that's David that had yep. Uriah killed on the front line. David. Yep. David. I'm yep. telling. I was like, when I went and read that placard,
1: I was like, mm, mm, yep. Mm. And it made you see David in a different light because, biblically, David was supposed to be small. But he was eighteen feet tall. The sculpture was eighteen feet tall, and he was muscular and strong. So all the victories that he had, you know, size didn't mean anything because he was backed by the Lord. He was. Did he say that? Then uh, his name was Andrea.
0: I forget. It. So that yep. was something I learned in Italy that Andrea is actually a man's name in yep. Italy. You know, but Andrea said that like that. The stance was. He knew that God had his back. I'm telling you, Andrea almost had me running (laughs) out over the Academia Museum because he
1: was a good tour guide. He he was
0: excellent. Yeah. Yes. 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 (laughs) I'm like he stood, you know, fearless because he knew that the Lord had his back. Come on. And then he go back to that stand still know that I'm God. Like, come on Jesus. I'm telling I felt like he was there. You know, (laughs) I play a lot, but one thing I am is a Jesus junkie Uh, underneath it all, underneath the curse, underneath the sin, underneath, you know, every wrong thing. Like I said, I come to him as filthy as rags. I know what I know, what I know, even though in the midst of my fun and sins, I know without a shadow of a doubt who I belong to. And so that's why that trip meant so much to me. And then somebody told me to go to, to Jerusalem. We sure would we'll cry. I said, oh, I ain't ready for Jerusalem. I need five more years
1: for Jerusalem. Because I know right. for a fact, you know. We'd be laying out prostrate. They'd be like, get those ladies up off that ground. Ladies. Thank We
0: all at the weeping wall. Thank you, Master. Thank
1: you, Master. Yeah.
0: uh, uh-uh. uh, I need five more years for Jerusalem. But right. they said it's a spiritual, holy place as well. And I, I felt like it, we were in holy places. You yeah. know, I felt like we were walking on grounds that had been treaded by giants that we stand on and still believe in their words and what they say, you know, um, yep. it's true. You know what I mean? And like, to the fact I know that it's true, that we went to two places where we know that two disciples, you know, two people that the, took the great commission, we went to their burial sites. Sure so did. that's how I know that his word is not made void and it's going to come back just true. And so when you say, uh, uh, you know, for the atheists and the non-believers, you know, but for me as a Christian, as a follower of Christ, I was like, yeah, you, you can't knock this. You
1: you, you can't, can't knock this. At all. At all. all. Oh, okay. At
0: all. Okay, Court. Cool. Okay, here we go. <laughs> What did you learn about yourself during this trip?
1: Oh my goodness. (sighs) What I learned about myself is that I have a lot more to learn. Mm. I mean, you you should never get to a point where you think you know. Because you know, I had to wrap my brain around the fact that civilizations, multiple civilizations have been there and done that way before we got here. And you look across Rome and you see the different, different time periods in one place and it's kind of like, dang, man, you know, our technology ain't nothing. Our engineers ain't nothing. Ain't our, you know, no- our I listen, ain't nothing. Our engineers, our architects, nothing. Um, our city
0: planners. Um, honey, I I, I distinctly said on a video, like if you want to architect, city planner, you need to make a trip to
1: prefer yes.
0: Rome. Like stop in
1: centuries. Yes, 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 yes. Yes. So I'm I'm sitting here like, man, we're not even scratching the surface on knowledge of <gasps> because these people, these buildings were covered in marble. I'm talking about. Like our little spas we got, they had bathhouses covered in marble with multiple rooms and pools and like all kind of stuff. Heated pools, baby. Heated yes. pools. Where they knew to put the coal under the ground. And bad, make- bad. let me tell you, we ain't, we ain't we ain't got nothing. We ain't even scratching the surface. <laughs> the
0: power of our, uh, the power of uh, the power. Of, they knew where the power was. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? The power of the mind, the mind, the, the mindset, the positive thinking. The yep. there's a will, there is a way. Yep. You know about like you said marble. So as a teacher took me back to that science lesson when my kids were bored to death, the simple machine, you see. Yes. In where where y'all don't want to think that this is stupid. No. Because this, they're lifting marble,
2: you know. Right. You're about even
0: the pyramids that, I, we're talking about tons. Right. To the top, and it's still
1: and there. it's still standing. It's, it's still, still there. there. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, girl. Yes, <laughs> yes. So you come out with a a greater appreciation for science and math and art and you know all this technology stuff ain't nothing because when this technology thing blows up nobody's gonna know how to use the simple machines and the pulleys and grow their own vegetation and none of that create a a irrigation system they create no they did
0: not create the aqueduct I, i had to you know check the you know um tour guide on my tour in pompeii like, yeah. you no, know, you're not going to take that from my people,
1: right? <laughs> right. No, right. we
0: were the first to create the irrigation system and the aqueduct system. However, the Romans perfected it. Yep. You know what I mean? And so they perfected what we created. But yep. we you were not still, not for me. I'm woke, right? <laughs> you know, but
1: yeah. they perfected. It. And yeah. these aqueducts are still flowing and yes. going today. And see, they're tapping into natural resources. And we got people down the lead poisoning in Flint, Michigan. How about that? How about it? You better go pull
0: some of them Romans up out that ground. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for real. For real. Let me tell you what I learned. And it might not be, uh, you know, amount a of heel of beans to anybody. <laughs> but I learned that Romans were little people. Um, oh, yeah. They're little people like me. Uh... And so that was like, you know, because I, I, I pride myself in being short, but sometimes people like shorty or, you know, but everybody is like, my height is actually normal for Rome. Yeah, They are, <laughs> the, if a man is considered to be taller, he's five, six. But the average, learned that in Pompeii, because when they, the gladiators were like 5'2", five, 5'3". Five, so you up here fighting for your life and again, you little, like David. You know what I'm saying? Which says right. to somebody, like it does not, the bigger they are, the ho- the harder they fall. So the bigger your problem, the harder it's going to fall because the, you have the strength. You know what I mean? Do You think like David, you have the strength. You can stand up to anything. Size yep. does not matter when your God is bigger. And I was like, oh my God. So everybody <laughs> like me <laughs> <laughs> oh girl I had it. me a good time honey I had me a good spiritual time um, in Rome and it. I just want to ask you what was your best
1: experience oh it was so many why do I have to choose uh, um girl I think my favorite part was actually doing the bike tour. It 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 gave me a different perspective of the city than the walking tours do. Um, I'm very physically active. I'm a cyclist at home. So when I saw that excursion, I was like, oh yeah, I got to get on a bike and I got to do it. Um, the tour guide was really good. and And, you know, I came from that bike tour, With a really good friendship with Naomi. It was crazy. She and I were the only two that signed up for the excursion. So um, we really got a chance to know each other. And, you know, I think I I, I left Rome with a new friend. Oh, I did. Yeah. Yeah. I say
0: many, but we came on as strangers, but we left as sisters. Oh, yeah. Um, Definitely. Um, and I learned that for me, my journey, everybody can't go on the journey. Um, you know, sometimes we keep ourselves in these boxes, like, oh, this is my friend or this is my, you know, but I, I met you, you know, an aspiring writer. I met Tracy, an aspiring blogger, like, you know, it was so many women like us that have these books, these words that we are ready to pour out, right? And I feel like we can just go through this, right. you know, tedious journey. And so it was cool that you met um, some new. friends. I did too. You know what I mean, right? Because right. we did. Everybody didn't know each other. I mean, even at the water cheese, it was like we were kind of still like in a lecture type series. But <laughs> it was, you know, cool to like actually. Get yep. to know someone, and it was organic. It wasn't. I hate forced ass meet and greets. Right. I like. I right. like. I'm like bananas. I like grow <laughs> on trees and be organic, and because I look through the manure, you know what I mean. It right. can help you. It can help you grow. It can help you stink.
1: But right. I like organic relationships,
0: right. and I think that that was what was established.
1: and and, and I think you know, I look at it spiritual perspective again and I think that um, we were handpicked to go on that trip Mm. it was was ordained for those who went on the trip to go on the trip because so many things happened that uh, you know you can't give any credit to but God for example when I went to Pisa on the train Uh, On the way back, there was no seats with any of the other ladies from the trip. So I had to sit alone. Well, I ended up sitting across from a professor that was a published author. And I told her, I said, ma'am, you know, how do you do it? You know, I've had writer's block for a very long time. And then she just started pouring into me and giving me all this advice about writing and encouraging me to write. And I'm just like, it can't be by chance that I sat by this lady in Italy to encourage me to write. After I've been to those museums and the Lord told me to pursue my purpose, like it, it all just started coming together. It was amazing.
0: You better let it come together.
1: Hey, yeah. Yeah. So what advice would you
0: give a woman of confluence who's looking at our pictures you know and want to go on the next trip I don't know if we can name it Belisa because (laughs) and at walking at the hotel found out that we Deidre and I both were not saying that word correct (laughs) it's Belisa me It's believing me. You know, because they were saying this lady was saying it as we were walking up, as she was walking down the street. Cause we were fly in our Italian colors. Uh uh Uh-huh. You know. Um, all we needed was the black, and the black was our skin at that African, you know, (laughs) Italian (laughs) flavor. Right. You know, but she kept saying, Belize me, Belize me. And I said, Oh, it's Belize Me. We've been saying it wrong for the past year. Listen to me, oh, you know. Oh my goodness! So, what advice would you give
1: that woman? That's like, dang. They okay. I her. would, I would definitely say this. Um, even if your friends and your family or your cousins and your homegirls say they in and they start dropping like flies, don't change your mind. Mm. Good advice. You know, we all have people that say they're going to go and we're going to do this and we're going to do that. And when it gets down to it, crickets. Can't find them. It's time to pay, whatever. If you really want to go on the trip, just go. It doesn't matter if you don't know anybody, that's fine. Because I knew one person on this trip. So I've literally met everybody at the airport. Mm. So I encourage any female who wants to travel, if it's always been in your heart, you've been sitting at home saying, well, I don't have nobody to go with. That's not even an issue anymore. Mm. Just go. Just go. It's go.
0: better to see something once than to hear about it a thousand
1: times yep 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 just well
0: thank you so much for coming on to the show you know i really want authentic you know advice experiences um as we you know discuss and recap this trip Mm -hmm. um each day I look at the pictures and I am laughing and rolling and you know just replaying <laughs> in my mind because it was one for the books and and that's all I'm going to say on there.
1: It was it was it absolutely was
0: it really well was. thank
1: you honey thank you
0: and you know I'm going to bring you back when you get that Anytime. book done Anytime. yes
1: for sure For sure. So go ahead and stir up them gifts and get busy. (laughs) I'm stirring up my gifts. All right. (laughs) Okay. Okay. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me again.
0: Let me tell you, I'm missing that breakfast
1: uh, at uh, NH Collection though. Oh man. Wasn't that wonderful?
0: Girl, I'm missing my breakfast. Oh
1: my goodness. How come Uh, Our breakfast buffets don't look like that.
0: Now, listen, you gotta wrap your mind around the cuisine in Italy. Like I, that first day, what the hell? What the hell? Make your way, add mushrooms to your eggs. But girl, <laughs> that was jamming on the that
1: one. was good. That was good.
0: I think me and you was trying to figure it out. We was like, okay, but was what what? What, what? <laughs> <laughs>
1: hmm. okay.
0: Yeah, you remember that? We was like, okay, now you like these little pots, these little de- girl, yeah,
1: them mushrooms but it was on good. Them
0: eggs was good.
1: Yeah. I don't know how they cooked them mushrooms, but it was on point. Baby jamming
0: on the ones
1: and twos of steel. oh my gosh
0: yes yes Yes. (laughs) the cheese is made differently the cheese is different oh man you can eat cheese over there and it's okay because the mozzarella I realized that we eat mozzarella wrong here in America they eat it like with a fork like you it's supposed to be cut Yes, I'd eat simultaneously. Not
1: yes, yes. I was like, okay. What, we and doing? What, wrong? what was that cheese at the meet and greet that you spread on the cracker? Oh my lord! <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I was <laughs> too busy on that
0: wine. That wine. <laughs> like, uh, I'm not a wine drinker, but baby, <laughs> if you go and watch my, I'm gonna upload those videos again. You can tell I am lit like a Christmas tree. I only had <laughs> a half a glass. I'm like, what kind of wine is this? Is this the one Jesus made? Oh my God. Girl. <laughs> but I had, again, some of that white cheese. And I was like, I'm a I'm a cheese lover. That's why yeah. I'm like, opt for a keto diet because I don't necessarily have to take out all the cheese. But that right there. I was like, oh, this cheese is rich. <laughs> it must be made with duck broth, baby. It's
1: oh my so goodness. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: oh my goodness. Thank you, Courtney, for the interview. Your laugh is infectious and I appreciate your rawness and perspective. I'm waiting in the cuts for that book to drop though. So get on it, sis. I recorded the commentary after Courtney and Naomi's bike riding excursion in Rome. It was comical. Take a listen.
2: and the tour guide was leaving. She didn't give a damn. She didn't ask you what your level of experience was. None of that. So the people that's on the tour are really cycling. And I'm like, oh, I really have uh, lied to people that I cycle because cycling and soul Cycle is just a stationary, you know, it's a high interval intensity workout, but you ain't going nowhere, right? We're going up the hills around. Mind you, these like pedestrians it. is walking. No. So no, she cycles. No, I cycle. Like, I, don't I can't do roll. a roll. looking at a wall. She cycles. So let me tell you. So I'm counting on her. Now, mind you, we've already witnessed this. these Pedestrians is, is full of, I mean, just yes. nonchalant attitude. So they don't give a damn if you ring your bell. Uh, this, so this is how unexperienced I am. Girl, I don't know that there's a bell on the bike. I don't know how to ding it. So this is so this is me on the bike. Bike, to your left. There's a bike yelling out to people. Bike, here I come with the bike. They don't understand Girl, all the people riders on the tour is looking at me like I am crazy cuz they <laughs> dinging their bell, you know what I mean? And I, "Bike. There's a bike. Here I come. She to went. your left. Was she doing it?" I was It was the bell. But I couldn't she, was find
1: like, it oh.
2: she didn't know where the bell was. I said, "Here the bell right here. ding, ding." ding. <laughs> where the bell was. So then knows. when once I discovered where the bell was, you know I rang the hell out of that <laughs> thing. <laughs> Every time I heard the tour guide bring it, girl, I rang mine right behind her. We coming? Because I want them to move because I'm afraid to fall, Deidre. I, know, I know that. Girl, so we going through the cobblestones, the little back rows and alleyways. Girl, here, Courtney, you need to get in front. You don't need to be behind. You need to be in front of us all, you know. Oh, that's
0: right. Take care of course.
2: Right? So in the back, come on up front. So Courtney gets me in front of her, and I'm just... Courtney, you back there? Courtney, you good? I'm, I'm, I'm facing forward, but I'm like, okay, Courtney, girl. When I heard her hit that gravel, I heard. Uh, uh, I turned around. Courtney was sleeping <laughs> like, The white man was like, oh my god. You know they trying to help her. Girl, I don't think after Courtney had kind of shaded me a little bit, you know, she didn't want me to be like, oh hell no, I'm about to get up. No, I'm experienced, right? Girl, but I told you, I said, watch out for that gravel.
1: And yes, you there? And then as soon as you went around it, I went dead into it. I'm
2: talking about slid to the side, but she popped right up so quick and got again right on that right foot. Boom, boom, boom. Girl, it didn't. If I would have been down like that, I would have been down that for the, the count.
1: I right wouldn't on the she ground. The tour didn't even stop. She gone all the way around. I'm like, wait! She was on Courtney fell! Hello? Hello? Man damn, What is up?
2: Girl, we was caught up so quick. Thank you. So I actually took a video, uh, like a diary video, right. after we got in the cab to get back here. And it is very funny. But I was just like... And guess what, we, what, what is playing when we get in the car? We Tina Turner, Thunderdome. <laughs> we don't need another hero. <laughs> we don't need a, You know what I mean? And it was just like, you, I felt, I'm literally, I, the, the video diary that I took said, you know what? There's no, no such thing as no new friends. Because you're going to need to make a new friend. Because somebody's going to have some experience or something they can teach you that you don't know. Now, she had no idea that I was interested in cycling. But I'm just doing what I'm doing in my little box in my little zone. Because I don't know another black woman that's biking. You know, actually really cycling. So, it, I mean, God just put it right in the path and the alignment that, that I was able to ask you to, hey, sign me up for it. But um and then that I didn't chicken out because I wanted to, you know, what months I learned more details about it and once I walked on the cobblestone and saw the streets that we were gonna be doing. The
1: you told me so you said, What are you going on? what's your
2: <laughs> name. But again, and I said, just... I'm
1: going biking, you were like, huh I gotta go with you. But,
2: right? like, but again, oh, that's, that's right. like a facade of confidence. I won't say the a facade, but like I in my mind I'm thinking Cycle, but this is not the same. This is not the same. Wasn't that hilarious,
0: baby? I laughed so hard until I cried. Courtney's new name is Jack in the Box, and I love that story because we all fall, but don't stay there. Get back up again and keep riding. Thank you, Courtney and Naomi, for sharing your experience. Well, that's it for me this week. I'm off to Dallas to celebrate my granny's 87th birthday. What a blessing. Every good and perfect gift comes from up above. If you only knew that story, you would shout with me. Until then, be blessed and a blessing to others. Smooches, confluencers. And hey. Follow me on social media at Charlie Marcol. Hashtag Confluence Me and Confluence the Lifestyle.